the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this lesson from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from the Scriptures will equip and motivate you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join our guest speaker as we study the Word together. Around here, I'm not too familiar with. Uh, I've been coming here for oh boy, uh, over 10 years, and uh, I'm what they are calling a deacon in training. I don't know exactly what that means, so I'm just the new guy on the block, I guess is what that is. So, but uh, I was excited to come talk to you guys, and uh, this will be the second time I've got to do this, and uh, the first time is still a little foggy. I don't remember most of it just because. Uh, uh, public speaking is a big weakness for me. So uh, if I don't know you, I'll love to meet you at the end, but my hands will be wet. So just be ready for that. Uh, and then I'll probably start to sweat too. So I don't know. It's just going to add to everything. We'll be good. We'll be good. Um, but uh, yeah. So um, first off, I got a survey, if Charlie can find the survey for me. And uh, so that Logos Bible app, what they were talking about earlier, it's a nice app to put on your phone. You can look up scripture, but also during the sermon, if you have, if I put scripture up there, you can click on it and go to that. And plus, if I have a survey, that survey will be on there, and that's how you can do all that. So it's a nice app. It's free. There we go. So this is a quick little survey, and this is the first thing that popped in my head. So if you got that app, go ahead, open it up, and you can vote. Okay. So... What's that? Just one. Well, that's the app. That's not me. Okay. So you can go and then change your mind and do all that kind of fun stuff. So who are sinners? That's uh, what's that, Will? Okay. If you're going to talk, I'm going to call on you, man. So I'm going to do that. So uh, in small group, we all normally sit around a table and we like to just open discuss. So if you talk, I, uh, I'll talk with you. Okay. So uh, who are sinners? We got non-believers, believers, kids, and in-laws. In-laws are winning. And uh, oh my goodness. Okay. I needed to have a D for this, A, B, C, D, and uh, I didn't think that that was going to win the thing there. So, uh, but anyway, that's a fun thing. You can take that off and go to my first slide. But that's a fun thing to do. Okay. Uh, all right. So. I titled this Choose, and you get to choose at the end uh, how you're going to take this. So, but uh, we'll see how this goes. So just please pray for me, and uh, we'll get this through together, okay? So, uh, but anyway, so sin, we have a problem, okay? Uh, and that is sin, and that should be my first slide. And I want to let you know this isn't the most exciting thing for me to talk about, but uh, it needs to be talked about, and I heard, I heard a poem. I'm going to read this poem to you. I don't have anything memorized. I have my notes here, so I'm going to try not to read everything down. But, uh, so I want you to listen to this real quick. Okay. First, dentistry was painless, then bicycles were chainless, carriages were horseless, and many laws enforceless. Next, cookery was fireless. Telegraphy was wireless, cigars were nicotineless, and caffeine, caffeineless, or coffee, 
caffeineless. Sorry about that. Soon, oranges were seedless, and putting greens were weedless. The college boy was hatless. The proper diet, fatless. New motor roads were dustless. The latest steel is rustless. Our tennis courts are sodless. Our new religion, godless. And uh, we need to talk about this because this is something that we believe in, and this is something that God has put in the Bible for us to learn about. So, um, but anyway, so we're going to start from the basics. Uh, So in my time I've been here, I have also done a lot with Children's Church. I started off with Tyler in the nursery uh, long ago, and uh, we are no longer in the nursery. uh, And uh, I get to do uh, bigger kid stuff now. So some of this is going to come off a little... You know, hey, he's talking to me like I'm an eight-year-old. That's what I'm used to. So please, you know, just do that. Okay. So like I said, we have a problem, and that is sin. And in Romans uh, 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short, in the, fall short from the glory of God. So sin, in, we can all probably think of a couple of examples of sin, and we're going to get to that. Okay. But sin is anything we think, say, or anything that we do that breaks God's law. Okay. So anything we think, say, or do that breaks God's law. Um, you know, let's just, can we do that together? Can we do that together? I need to just do this. Okay, so when I say think, that's head, say, and then that breaks God's law. Okay, let's just do that. There you go, Tyler, put that coffee down. All right, you're helping me out. Okay, so sin is anything we think, say, or do that breaks God's law. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, I'm not shaking so bad. Okay. All right, so all have sinned, okay? That's Romans 3.23, okay? Now, like I said, we're going to come at this from a big, just some stuff that you know. So sin can be actions, okay? So uh, actions are, we can think about these all day, okay? But that's going to be stealing, adultery, blaspheming God, okay? We can go on and on and on. But those are going to be physical things that your actions that you're going to be taking a part of that that you are doing to break God's law. I'm going to try to do these. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. Okay. The next thing we're going to go is thoughts. Okay. So this is something that other people are going to kind of slow down about here, but we're going to do this. So thoughts. So what about hatred? Okay. In Matthew, Jesus says, You have heard that it is said that those of old... You shall commit murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Okay? So, that's hatred. Okay, that's a thought. Uh, the next one Jesus talks about, okay, Matthew 5:27, is adultery. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Okay? And sin even goes as far as things that we don't even do. And that's going to be sins of omission. Okay? Omission. Okay? Um, I wanted to slow down here a little bit because this is where I think kids would lose it a little bit. So I'm just going to do what I know. Do what I know. Okay? Uh, So things of omission. Sins here. Okay? That's knowing to do the right thing and choosing not to. Um, That's James 4.17. Anyone then who knows a the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. Okay? And we can see that in the Good Samaritan, the parable where he's beaten up and robbed. Okay? Now, on that too, who are the people that walk by him? They were 
two religious folks. Yeah, two religious folks. They knew the right thing. Well, they should have known the right thing to do, and they didn't do that. Another example, and this is from the New Testament as well, and that's Paul. Before he gets saved, Stephen gave a really good sermon, and we have that account, and um, they decide to stone him over that. Now, Paul, before he's saved, is known as Saul, and he's there, and he takes everyone's jacket so they can throw rocks at him. And he knows that it's not okay to kill Stephen because of his preaching, but you know what? I'll, I'll take your guys' jackets. You just go ahead and go. That's uh, also not okay. Okay. Now, sin, everyone likes to keep a checklist, I think, about sin. Okay. And, uh, but we're going to go to James 2.10. Okay. Um, but did you know it doesn't matter which sins you commit or how many? James 2.10 says, Forever keeps the whole law but fails in one point becomes guilty of all of it. Okay. Um, so sin has to have an answer. It has to have an answer. Okay. Um, the next point that I have is we have a punishment. Okay. That's an answer to sin. Um, I'm not thrilled about that. So, but it's biblical, and that punishment is death, and that's from Romans 6.23. And another thing, you know, is people go... That just doesn't seem fair for God to make hell. That just doesn't seem fair. He loves everybody. Why would he put somebody there? Um, But if that's the case, okay, we're going to get into some history here. What about Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin and Mao? You know, those people have killed over 95 million people, and a lot of them their own. Okay? How could God not make hell or not make a punishment for sin. There has to be a punishment. There has to be, there, there has to be something for that. I don't know how he could. Um, so in the Old Testament, we see some of these. Okay, um, uh, We got the WWF. We got Sodom and Gomorrah. And we got lots more. And uh, I see Tyler's face. It's the worldwide flood. I got to make my own slides, so... WWF or my blood. Okay. And uh, I got to do that every once in a while just because I'm doing this. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, oh, and, you know, we see that as a lot of people that weren't God's people. And, you know, hey, they were making a bad world. You know, but what about even God's own chosen people? Okay. We have an account where they were left, not left, but they were led into the desert for 40 years. And not only that, but at the end of Jerusalem, they decided to turn away from God. And you guys will read this week, if you got your D6 curriculum, which I hope you do, that, you know, you keep sinning, God will keep tugging on your heart. And we'll read in Romans 1, God says, God gave them up to their sinful desires. And that's what he did to his people in Jerusalem. He said, hey, you think you can do better? Then fine, let's see how you do. Okay. Now, he's still there, and like I said, you guys will read about that if you want to read your uh, curriculum there. But, uh, um, but how many times today do we still see that? I don't know about you. I haven't seen Sodom and Gomorrah. I haven't seen a couple cities just go up in flames. I haven't seen, I want, okay, well, they had that hurricane, so I've seen some flooding, but I haven't seen some end-of-the-world flooding, that kind of stuff. Uh, does that mean God's judgment isn't here still today? Okay. No. Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. 
Okay. <laughs> God's judgment is still here. Okay. Uh, Romans 2.5 says, But because of your hard and impudent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. There's going to be a day of wrath. And we're told a day of wrath, and it's coming. And he tells that ahead of time. And the judge is going to be in session for that. Okay. Now, this here could have been the end. Okay. This could have been the end. We sin. There's a punishment. Okay. That's in the, a lot of the times, that's what we do with our criminals today. You sin. Here's a punishment. There's the end. Okay. Um, you know, I need someone's help. Okay. So I asked Tyler if he'd come up here real quick. Uh, real quick. He'll probably be up here the rest of the time. But, and I did not tell him what I was doing. So, uh, my grandfather, some history for you guys, he was a police officer for a very short period of time. Very short period of time. Do uh, you, you know how long, Mom? Okay, so short, she doesn't even know. So, these are, these are handcuffs. Good Smith & Wesson handcuffs. Just put them on. Just put them on. Put them on. You're good. You're good. Just put it on. All right, just put it on. Okay, so... We are all born sinners, okay? We are all born, okay, for in, this, in this instance. Okay, okay. In this, in this instance, okay, this, this is how we're born with our own, okay, handcuffs, okay? Now, every, are they pretty tight? Yes. Okay. Okay, 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 good. Okay, so every time we choose to sin, we choose to suffer. Okay, so every once in a while, just click it a little tighter. Can you do that? Okay. (laughs) So every time we sin, we choose to suffer. This could have been the end of it. This could have been the end of it. And you know, as a Christian, somebody loves this, and that's the devil. Do you know this is, this is what he did when he came to the garden? This is what he wanted. He knows he can't do anything to God. So he chose his creation, something he breathed life into, and did this. And he was happy with that. He said, you know, I can't hurt him. I'm going to go to who he loves. Okay. And I'm going to take, I'm going to do what I can to them. And this is how he thought he left it. Is, hey, they sin? Great. He has to punish that because he's God. He has to. And, but my next point here is we have a possibility, and that's salvation. Um, I, don't you owe me money? No? Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, no, I'm just thinking since I got you handcuffed here. So I was actually going to have Tom come up here. He got mad at me once for leaving a little bit of milk in the refrigerator. And I was going to say, remember that time you got mad at me that I left that milk in the refrigerator? So, but uh, I don't have anything against you, Tyler, so we're good. I got I to gotta go back. All right. Let me know if they start to tingle or something. You're good? Okay. All right. So anyway, we, do, we have a possibility, okay, and that's salvation. Someone has paid our fine for our wrongdoing. And the judge can let us go free. Okay, so I wanted to take this to a court of law. I've heard this many times, and this is not original to me. But when we come in front of God, it's going to be coming in front of a judge. Okay, and He's going to say, you know, hey, these are the 
These are the things you've done. There's got to be restitution for that. There's got to be a fine paid for that. Okay? And someone's paid our fine. I'm going to tell you that today. Okay? You can't pay your own fine. Okay? There's no way you can, and that, that's, you just can't. Okay? You can't be mostly good in your life and say, I've been mostly good. That doesn't matter. If I had a good judge, okay, and somebody, you know, um, man, this is going to get pretty serious pretty fast, and I apologize. I'm not this serious. I'm a nice guy, okay, but we're going to get into the Bible. Somebody killed my grandma, and they came up to a judge, and they were a saint before they killed my grandma, okay? There has to be restitution for that. They might have been great, but you know what? They did a crime, and that judge is going to say, you know what? You did kill somebody. You're going to have to pay for that. And that's a good judge. That's a righteous judge. And that's what we're told God is, is a righteous judge. So someone paid our fine that could pay our fine. And then how could our fine be paid if the punishment is death? Well, death was what was paid. Okay. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, For our sake he, meaning God, made him, Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him... Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. In 1 Peter 2.24, He himself bore our sins in his body on a tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, but his wounds you have been healed. And that doesn't say just for Christians. That says for everybody. He paid our fine for everyone. Okay? And we're going to get to him. So, I just... Okay. You still all right? Okay. We're still good. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we're told Jesus paid our fine. Okay. And that's for everybody. But this is where I wanted to just take some time here. You have to accept that fine. Okay. If you rob a bank and they say you got to pay that money back and someone comes in and says, here's that money, that fine's been paid. Okay. Uh, but you have to accept it. You could say, no, I don't want that. And a lot of people do that with different things. I don't want your help. I don't want this. I don't want that. But when it comes to the salvation, our possibility, you have to accept it. It's a free gift. Okay? Um, and you have to accept Jesus, first of all, the guy who's coming to come pay that. But you also have to repent. And this is where I wanted to just sit um, for children's church they understand who Jesus is. We talk about Jesus all the time. Repent is something we're going to have to just sit a little bit. So, repent is a change in attitude towards sin to stop and go the other way and realize how bad and selfish sin is. It's to realize how big God is and how little we are and what he's done for us. Are you done in those or are you good? You're good? You're good? Okay. Uh, this is my show. Are you okay still? Okay. No, you can keep them. Okay. All right. So a great example of this, okay, of repentance is David from the Old Testament. We know David and Goliath. Okay. David became king. He was a pretty cool guy, pretty good. Okay. Well, he messed up pretty bad. Okay. Um, he committed adultery. He tried to lie about a pregnancy. He planned a murder. And then he, ha- he helped others kill someone, okay? And 
And then you're in the middle of a war that you're trying to win, and then you're trying to cover up a death, okay? So he'd messed up pretty big. And the prophet at the time is Nathan, and he comes up. He helps him realize what's going on here and stop, okay? And I encourage you to read that. But um, he says, against God I have sinned. He accepted that. He chose that. In the Old Testament, we're told a lot of the times with the prophets, they were beat up, killed, jailed, and they were just telling God's truth. And people didn't want to accept what they were saying. They just, I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to hear it. Okay? But he decided, I have sinned against God. And in Psalm 51, 1 through 12, I'm going to read this. Um, This is him talking about his repentance. And um, just bear with me. I'll read it. If you've got a Bible, please read with me. If you have the Logos Bible app, I think, isn't that clickable right now? Okay. Do people bring real, do you bring your Bible to church? <laughs> okay. 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 So we're in Psalm 51, verse 1. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth and in inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me in your willing spirit. That's David saying, this is how big God is. This is how little I am. And I did some bad things. Please forgive me in He's repenting, okay? He's saying, I messed up. I need you. I need you to clean me. I need you. Um, and, okay. Repentance is a choice. Let's see here. I got a key. I got it. <laughs> okay, well, those handcuffs are probably 70 years old, so bear with me here. You're all right still, right? Okay, you just stay there for a second. Okay. Okay. So uh, repentance is a choice, okay? And back to Paul in the New Testament, okay? After, that, after Stephen got stoned, he actually enjoyed what happened. He actually went out even more and wanted to do that to more Christians, okay? And it took seeing Jesus for him to do the same thing. He repented and came. And you know, he wrote most of the New Testament and probably one of the greatest theologians that have ever been. And he was killing Christians. Okay? But he chose to repent and he chose to follow Jesus. I don't have in my notes when to take the handcuffs off. Okay? So I'm trying to think of the good time for that. I don't know. I don't know. So, you're still good though. Okay. You just... 
I don't know, give me a signal or something. Okay. Okay. So when it comes to this, okay, we're talking about God being a good judge, okay? I don't think judgment from God will be different for you than it will be for me or anybody else, okay? Um, it's the same for everybody because he is that righteous judge. Um, it doesn't matter how long you've been going to church, what your job is, or how long you've been married, or who your parents are. It even goes to, you know, it doesn't matter how poor you are, how rich you are, uh, and how much in life that you're doing better than others. It seems like we like to do, well, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than the guy across the street. That does not matter at all. The judgment will still come for us. Um, And another thing, too, is um, this is something, you know, two weeks ago when he said you wanted to speak, and I'm like, yeah, sure, and he shows me, and it's the curse of sin. Okay, well, I'm going to read up on sin. So uh, another thing that just kind of popped out at me, too, is don't put the church where Jesus should be. A lot of people like to do that. Okay. And it goes back to what I read in the beginning. We don't have a religion that's godless. Okay. We shouldn't have a church that is Jesusless. And don't put church where Jesus should be. Don't say, I spent a lot of time there. Don't, you know, hey, I got my hurting, my uh, feelings hurt. I just said hurting. I'm sorry. I'm starting to shake again. Do they go any tighter? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but just because you get hurt at church, people like to say, you know, I tried that whole thing, I'm done. They're putting church where Jesus should be. Okay. Uh, and that's just something I said that popped out to me. And then another thing by this example here, we're doing good. Okay. In Ezekiel 18:20, okay, it says, The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father. No, the father suffer the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. You're going to pay for your own sin. Okay? doesn't matter who your dad is, who your son is. If you deserve it, you're going to deserve it. Okay? Um, and also talking about God's judgment. You know, God doesn't like, he doesn't like judgment. That's something he doesn't care for. That's not his thing. You know, a lot of people like to think he's up there with a big stick and he's ready to roll. That's not him. And I got scripture for that as well. Ezekiel 33:11. As I live, declares the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn away from his sin and live. Turn back. Turn back from your evil ways. For why will you die? Okay. It says handcuffs. I guess I can do that. And thank you, Tyler, for coming out here with this. I appreciate it. I wasn't going to handcuff myself, so that is great. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. Okay. And, uh, yeah, let's give him a hand. I appreciate it. Next time I ask him for help, hopefully he'll say yes again. So, okay. All right. But this is what, you know, this is what we do to ourselves. Just every time, just click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. And the devil loves it. The devil cheers for us every time we... Because he knows God's hurting. And this is not something that we were intended to have. This is something we chose for ourselves. And as much as I want to always blame Eve, right? Because Eve is the one who did the sin. 
I can't do that. But anyway, you know, uh, we chose it on ourselves, okay? And uh, Talia's looking at me. But uh, Adam sinned too. He was there, and he was supposed to do his job. He didn't do his job. So, okay, we're good there. But uh, we do that. We deserve it on ourselves. Now, we don't even, we don't have to have this. We don't have to have this. Jesus came, so we didn't have to do it. And, you know, Jesus put these on himself for everyone here, everyone around the world who's ever lived. He put these on for each individual person. Okay? He said, Zach, these are yours. I'm going to wear these. He said, Tyler, I'm going to wear these. Everybody, I'm going to wear these for you, so you don't have to wear these. And because of who he is and his righteousness, just he chose to die. Okay, he was the only person that came here. He could have still been here. He didn't have to die. He chose to die. Um, all the gospels say that Jesus gave up his spirit. Okay, he chose to do that for us. And um, I'm actually going to call the band up here. I don't know how long I've been up here. It feels like an eternity. So, <laughs> but this is this is coming to an end. Okay, this is coming to an end. Okay, and uh, but uh, that's why I called this choose. Okay, we need to choose. Do we want to accept that Jesus already took the handcuffs and put the handcuffs on and died for us, or do we want to wear our own? Okay, and uh, because of Jesus and who He was, okay, yes, He died for us, but you know that was the worst that we could have had it. He went and rose from the dead because of who He was. Death could not beat Him. The worst thing in the world could not beat him and so he's up in heaven waiting for us and he'll come back again and that's going to be the day of judgment so for sin this is everything i remember from sin salvation is needed okay we got a problem we have a punishment and then we have a possibility and uh i'm going to go ahead and pray then i'm going to turn it over back to tyler lord we thank you for today We thank you for everything you do for us. And Lord, we're sorry for our sins. And we please just continue to speak to us and guide us and lead us. And um, Lord, just wash us and make us clean. And Lord, for that sin in our heart that we can't get rid of on our own, please help us to get rid of that. And Lord, just continue to work in us, move us, and help us to love others. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us for this lesson from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with, or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360, or you can email us at victoryfwb at gmail.com. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email, call, or send a request to 223 Scott Troy Road, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.